Welcome to the Ginghamsburg Podcast. After today's message, take a second to download the Ginghamsburg app. It's the best way to find out about and engage with what's happening at Ginghamsburg. We hope the following message helps you activate your faith and take the next step in your journey with Jesus. Well, good morning, Ginghamsburg Tip City family. And hello to everyone who's joining us online. My name is Marcy Walker, and I serve here at Ginghamsburg as the Director of Adult Ministries. Now, what that means is I have the pleasure of equipping and empowering leaders to do what Jesus called us to do, go and make disciples. Now, we are currently in week three of our Health Check series, and Pastor Rachel asked me to come and talk to you all today about fitness, which is something that is near and dear to my heart. Now, a little background about my own fitness journey. Prior to being a mother, I didn't really exercise much, and I definitely didn't take consideration into what I put into my body. But after giving birth to my oldest son, Nicholas, I found myself exhausted all the time, and my knees would hurt going up and down the stairs. Now, as, I, as a working mother, I had the desire to be able to come home after work and be present with my children and be able to run and play with them. And I recall thinking to myself, how will I ever have the energy to run after him when he's a toddler? And so my fitness journey began. Now, I had enough sense to know that this was going to be tough trying to do this on my own. So I started an accountability group at my church. Now, we all put in $5, and the person who lost the, most, the highest percentage of weight in a 12-week period got all the money. So this was a fun accountability group. We met every Sunday after church. We weighed in, worked out together, shared recipe ideas, meal prep, and encouraged one another. Now, at the end of 12 weeks, everyone lost weight. The person who lost the most weight, who happened to be my super competitive mother, lost 45 pounds at the end of 12 weeks. Isn't that incredible? Man. And I lost 40 pounds myself, and we all had fun doing it. Then fast forward a few years later, I found a Mission Fit Dayton, which is a fun, competitive workout group that met together to work out, and they got to win prizes by working out together, living a healthier lifestyle together, and serving the community. Now, I want to take you all on a journey with me. We're going to hop into an imaginary time machine. So I want all of you to close your eyes. Those of you joining us online, I want you to close your eyes too. Now, let's go back and visit the 10-year-old version of yourself. After school, on a nice sunny day, what kind of activities could you find yourself doing? How many of you were outside the local school or park playing a sport? Okay, we got a few. How many of you are riding bikes with the neighborhood friends? Okay, a lot more. Who is at home watching TV or playing video games? Okay, there's some. Now, who was just exhausted from a long day of school and went home and went to sleep? Okay, not many. Now, let's take an assessment of how we feel. How are your energy levels? Your mobility? Were you in pain? Were you irritable? Did you have trouble staying or falling asleep? Now let's fast forward to last summer, summer 2021. On a nice sunny day after work, what kind of activities could you find yourself doing? How many of us were at the local park 
playing a sport. Got about one or two, okay. <laughs> Who was riding bikes with their family? Another couple more, good. Now, who was at home watching TV or scrolling through social media? Okay, the majority of us. <laughs> now, who was exhausted from a long day of work, so you said, forget it, I'm going to bed? Okay, a lot of us are. Now, let's take an assessment of how we felt. How was your energy levels? Your mobility? Were you in pain sometimes? How about your irritability? Yeah. Now, did you have trouble getting a good night's rest? Now, for those of you who noticed a significant drop in your energy levels, ability to focus, your mobility, or having a good quality night's sleep, let me ask you, besides your age, what changed? Did you have an injury? Are you just busy? Or maybe your social circumstances changed in such a way, like, for instance, instead of riding bikes with the neighborhood kids, you would rather take the neighborhood kids to go check out the newest restaurant or bar. All right, eyes back closed. Let's fast forward to this coming summer, summer 2022. What kind of activities would you like to see yourself doing? How would you like to feel doing it? Just think about it. How do you want your energy levels? Do you want to not be snapping at your kids? Do you want to be able to go to sleep and have a good night quality sleep? All right, open your eyes. Now, what would you be willing to do to live a youthful, full life again? Do you believe that God wants that for you? Let me assure you that Jesus wants you to live a long, full life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says, The thief enters only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life, indeed, so that you can live life to the fullest. You see, the enemy wants to rob you of your health, your energy, your focus, your purpose, your very life. But Jesus came so that you can live a full life. Now, are you going to sit there and continue to let excuses rob you of your future? If not, let's embark upon this journey to the healthier version of you. Now, I think it's important to first establish what fitness means and looks like. Now, according to the Oxford Dictionary, fitness is the condition of being physically fit and healthy. It also defines fitness as the quality of being suitable to fulfill a particular role or task. So being physically fit helps us to be suitable to fulfill a particular role or task. Now, looking back on my own fitness journey, I wanted to be able to fill the role of being a mother without being exhausted all the time. Now, prior to being a mom, I didn't think much about living a healthy lifestyle. But having this new role as a mother, I knew that it was going to be tough if I didn't take charge of my health. See, I believe that fitness is very important to our faith journey. What has God called you to? Maybe it's being a parent. 
or a teacher. Maybe it's a business owner. Maybe God called you to rebuild homes in Lake Charles, Louisiana, or to medical missions in Jamaica. Now, some of us are walking in our purpose already, and that's excellent. But can you imagine how much more enjoyable and fulfilling and easier it'll be if we're living a full, healthy life? Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, yeah, it would be. It'd be a lot easier. However, I don't have the time, energy, or even the willpower right now to do that. But let me assure you that whatever God purposed for your life, God has the ability to equip you for this role. But you need to put your faith and trust in Him and stop trying to rely solely on your own willpower. Now, fitness has nothing to do with being a particular dress size or having this amazingly sculpted physique. Now, I have been in the fitness industry for about a decade, and I have seen some of the most unhealthy people and what society would consider the most amazingly sculpted physiques. I had a friend. She was a fellow Zumba instructor. She looked good. Um, Zumba had helped her to shed excess fat. It helped increase her energy levels, boost her mood and her confidence. She was always smiling, happy, and glowing. She loved fitness so much so that she decided she wanted to have her own workout video. So she hired a trainer to help her achieve that fitness competitor look that we normally see on the TVs and magazines. Now, within a few months, this girl was ripped. She looked so good. So she decided, I'm going to enter a figure competition. Now, over the course of a few months leading up to her show, her body continued to morph and transfer, uh, transform into one of the most incredible-looking physics I have ever seen. The day of her show, she placed third, which is pretty darn good for a novice. But she was devastated. So she decided, I'm going to enter into another competition. And she came in looking even leaner and placed fourth. This girl spiraled into depression constantly comparing herself to the other competitors. Her body was never good enough to meet her standards. Now, what I came to find out later is that she was on a cocktail of very dangerous medications and supplements to help transform her body so quick, which not only led her deeper into depression, but when she decided to come off of that cocktail, she regained the weight just as quickly as she lost it. Now, my friend had lost sight of the reason behind her journey and fell victim to society's standards of what fit should look like. Sisters and brothers, fitness comes in all kinds of beautiful shapes and sizes. Now, I want to also remind you that there is a certain level of confidence, glow, awareness of a physically fit individual. Now, there's a reminder here to me that there is a lot of folks who are starting their fitness journey from a place of guilt and shame. You don't like what you see in the mirror. I'm aware of the pressure to lose weight quickly, which can lead many of us to some really destructive behaviors, such as taking laxatives, or working out three hours a day. Or maybe you're starving yourself all day and then you're binge eating at night 
Or maybe you're going to try to cut back on carbs and then you beat yourself up if you eat a carb or two. Friends, this is not healthy or sustainable. Last week, Pastor Rachel reminds us that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit lives inside of you. So let's start our journey from a place of love, loving ourselves, loving our bodies, loving the temple that God entrusted us with so much that we want to care for it and that we want to keep it healthy and strong. We have an opportunity to honor God with our bodies. This is a form of worship and reverence to God. Now, we were designed to move. Ephesians 2.10 reads, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, Gingisburg, you know we're a missional church. We are a church that doesn't only pray about the problems in the world. We believe that God gave us dominion over the earth and that we were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Therefore, we believe we were called to do something about the brokenness that we see in this world. Now, how are we going to go to Lake Charles, Louisiana and rebuild homes if we don't have the strength or the endurance to carry wood planks, climb up on roofs, and remove debris? How are we going to go to the nations and proclaim the gospel if we're exhausted all the time? How are you going to write that book or start that business plan that God gave you if you're too tired after your nine to five to commit to working on it? You see, the thief is trying to rob you of your purpose. But then you're like, well, if we're created for this, if we're created to move, why is this so hard? Well, it wasn't always this hard. The early church folks were typically farmers or nomadic people who had to work to the sweat of their brow in order to survive. We don't live like that now, right? Like most of us lead sedentary lifestyles. So we get in our car, drive to the office, get in the elevator, up to our floor, go to our office, sit in our comfy chairs in front of the computer all day, have lunch door dashed to us, get back in the elevator, back in our car, drive to Kroger's to have our click list items delivered to our car, then drive home and decide we don't want to cook nothing that was on our click list because we had a long day at work. So we have pizza delivered, sit on the couch, eat the pizza while drinking our beverage of choice until watch, while watching a game until we fall asleep and start the cycle all over again. Now, who does that sound familiar to? I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> and then since the pandemic, a lot of us work from home, so we don't even get out of our jammies. I hate to break it to you, but the dryer did not shrink your clothes. I get it. I'm right there with you. Now, could modern day conveniences be robbing us of our purpose? Or maybe it's your business that's causing you to make easy choices that short-circuit your fitness journey. So how do we overcome these barriers? To overcome excuses that put a barrier between you and the healthier version of yourself, we need to first renew our mind. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Paul urges us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, the world is going to offer you all kinds of excuses and conveniences that will prevent you from living your best life. For instance, why take the stairs when I can take the elevator, right? Or why should I shop for my own groceries when they can be delivered to my car or better yet, my home? Or I'm going to press the snooze button just one time, but then five snoozes later, you wake up with just enough time to brush your teeth, get dressed and run out the door. Now, what would it look like 
to renew your mind in a way that leads to the healthier version of yourself and that honors God. Maybe it's, you know what, thank God for the ability to take the stairs. I can get to my destination while strengthening my legs and burning some excess fat. Or, you know what, I'm going to shop for my own groceries because I can get some steps in while picking the freshest produce possible. Or, you know what, hitting the snooze button robs me of the opportunity to get up early and seek God, spending quiet time with God and getting an early morning workout in. Let's celebrate these small victories. There's a quote that I love that says, renewing of the mind happens when we celebrate the small victories that focus on what God is doing instead of what he isn't doing. So let's celebrate not hitting the snooze button. Let's celebrate taking a half mile walk around the block. Now, the journey to a healthier you is going to be full of obstacles that can potentially set you back or completely throw you off track. Now, in order to succeed at anything, you have to first have the desire to change. Create a plan of action, follow through, and then stay focused. Now, when obstacles get in the way, such as a change in your schedule, injury, family obligations, or financial difficulties, etc., and they will happen, you have to determine how much and how important your goal is to you. Now, your plan of action may have to change. Now, I want to invite you to check out our whole life health class where we get to navigate different scenarios and different strategies to help us when this does happen. Now, some of you are probably pumped, like, all right, I'm ready, let's go. But what is the best exercise to do? Now, who knows the answer to that? Shout it out. The one you will do and stick with, right? The best exercise is the one you will do and stick with, right? Now, you can burn a ton of calories and really strengthen your legs running. But if it makes you miserable and hurts your knees, don't do it. Don't do it. Why not instead opt to take a walk on one of the trails at one of our beautiful Five Rivers Metro Parks here in the Miami Valley? Or maybe Zumba's your thing or urban ballroom dancing, or maybe it's skating, or I like powerlifting. <laughs> maybe it's playing basketball, or simply going to the park and playing with your kids. Exercising doesn't have to be the most dreaded hour of your day. It can be the most anticipated one if you do what you love. And we can learn and love new things. I want to encourage you this week to go out and explore. Let's try some new different things to fall in love with. Now, in the beginning, rather than focusing on a weight loss goal, I want to encourage you to focus on consistency. Consistency is key. Practice consistency and results will follow. You'll get stronger, you'll have more endurance, and you'll look and feel better. Now, last week, I sat down with some friends whose fitness journey have really inspired me, and I think they'll inspire you as well. Let's take a listen. All right, so I invited a few friends with me to share a little bit about their fitness journey. These are friends that I have looked up to that have been doing some amazing things. Uh, first, we have Jason Simister. We also have Margie DeHayes and James Watson. So Jason, you started your fitness journey in August of 2020. Share with us how much weight you have lost since then. I've lost 169 pounds. And that is incredible. Now, what sparked your desire to lead a healthier lifestyle? 
we had gone on vacation. I just noticed that I hadn't, I had no gas left in the tank. And um, I was watching the news and they were paying tribute to people who had passed of COVID and they were heavy set males and knew that the, knew that there was a time for a change. Yeah. You were telling me earlier, you was like, I, I just don't want to die. And I'm like, don't want to die. That's the reason. That is absolutely a good reason. Yes. Now, Margie DeHayes, you are the co-founder of our whole life health class here at Ginghamsburg. So uh, what sparked your desire to uh, start this class? Well, sitting in church, I would see, read prayers for people. And the number one prayer was always about people's health. So I thought, why not pull together a class that can help people understand their bodies much better, connect it to faith, get a deeper understanding and empower them so that they can live the best life possible that God called them to be. Um, you share with me several testimonials of people who have completed that course. Could you share with me just one, us one or two of those testimonials? Yeah, I think the one that stood out to me the most was one of the gentlemen that started to the class. He was using a cane and um, we spoke a lot of words over him, um, not just him, but everybody in the class, because we do a lot of prayer. And since we're connecting the whole fitness to how God designed it and what he's saying in scripture, months later, he sent me a, a letter and he said, I want you to know that's how much that six week course of the whole life health did for me. He said, not only has it inspired me, but when I truly looked at it, the way God designed me to be and for me to take better care of my body, I started making those changes that were discussed and shared in that class. And not and since then, I've lost over 100 pounds. And I am actually not using a cane anymore, but I'm actually doing runs and I'm doing 5Ks now participating in. That's amazing. That is so amazing. Now, James, I actually met James uh, during Mission Fit Dayton, and I was so inspired by him because he always included his kids with every challenge. Um, James, can you tell me a little bit about the why behind that? Well, the biggest thing was it was family time, and that was our time where we can actually focus on one particular thing that we can do as a family to help us all. Even after we, when the pandemic started and everything was shut down, we couldn't get to Dayton Mission Fit. We did it at home. Everybody took a turn to be an instructor. Everybody took a turn to um, be a be a part of it, plan a plan a workout, and it just it made it really enjoyable. You know, it made it really enjoyable. How did how did that impact both your fitness journey and your family, um, the quality of your family? It was no. Oh, I can go ahead and work out and possibly cheat. Like, no, they're like, nope, nope, you can't do that. We all, we all, we, we all together. So, yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, you know, it also helped out. It also helped out with the family because um, it helped us to talk more, spend more time, you know, spend more time together and, and just enjoy each other's company. I would love for each of you to share one of your top fitness tips that we can all take home and put to practice this week. Jason, what would be your top fitness tip? Pray. Pray for wisdom, courage, and strength. And it's not just to get up in the morning and pray. It is all day. All right, Margie, what's tip number two? You have to have the intention to put a plan in place and you've got to schedule it. Okay, so what's tip number three? 
start building a strong supporting cast. So tip number one, pray and pray often. Tip number two is plan, schedule it, stick to it. And tip number three, have a strong supporting cast. Amen. Yes. Now, life is hard when you do it alone, and so is your fitness journey. I want to encourage you to invite a friend to go on this fitness journey with you to keep you accountable. Did you know that you are three times more likely to succeed at your fitness goal if you are doing it with a partner? Ecclesiastes 4.9 reads, two are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. Now, for those of you who need support, I want to encourage you to check out one of our Whole Life Health, the Daniel class group gathering. Now, um, we offer it here at the Tip City campus and Dayton at our Fort McKinley campus and online anywhere on Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. It is a blessing to me. I'm sure it will be a blessing to you as well. If you want more information on that, go to gingisburg.org classes. Or if you just need some help getting started on your fitness journey, feel free to email me at mwalker at gingisburg.org. Now, you've only got one life to live. That's the life that God entrusted you with, the temple of the spirit of the living God. It's not too late to get rid of your old habits and adopt new ones that will help you to glorify God with your body. The decision to transform your life is a big one. It's not just about physical fitness. God wants to transform you from the inside out. Let's pray. Go ahead and stand on your feet. The words are on the screen. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Praise for you or criticize for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, a wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it also be made in heaven. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's message. I've got two invitations for you before you go. First, subscribe to our podcast so it shows up in your feed every week. And if today's message inspired you and you'd like more people to hear it, you can give a financial gift through the Ginghamsburg app or online at ginghamsburg.org.